Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady on. She's a former uh, Wolf Wall Street Journal journalist. She's also an author now. Her name is Azra Nomani. Azra, how are you? Nice to meet you. I am great. I'm so happy to talk to you. You are great because you're talking about something that's so important for the American people. We're, we're going from a meritocracy to some woke equity ideology that doesn't make any sense to me. And if this was the way it was when I was growing up and when you were growing up, we probably wouldn't be successful in America. So I want to just start from the start. When did this start happening and when did we start disincentivizing people trying hard? Well, it's been an erosion on uh, standards in the in the United States for a while. But my son just graduated class of 2021. So he's a good indicator yes. that things were really normal, you know, until 2020. And that summer we ended up with this social justice movement that decided that there was a war on merit. And so these so-called equity warriors, that's what they call themselves, if you can believe it, um, they they took a hit on the SAT exam. They, they put a hit out on the SAT exam. Right. They went after merit admissions to schools, including my son's high school. It is uh, Azra Nomani. Make sure you go and get her book. It is called Woke Army, the Red-Green Alliance that is destroying America's freedom. Um, you and I would probably agree they wanted to do this before 2020, but George yeah. Floyd gave them the opportunity to do this. And I also think locking down kids from going to school probably helped in this as well. They're misusing <laughs> the word equity. They're pretending it means equality. Explain right. the difference if you don't mind, because equity is what people think they want. It's really not. Well, it's been an erosion on uh, standards in the in the United States for a while. But my son just graduated class of 2021. So he's a good indicator yes. that things were really normal, you know, until 2020. And that summer, we ended up with this social justice movement that decided that there was a war on merit. And so these so-called equity warriors, that's what they call themselves, if you can believe it, um, they, they took a hit on the... SAT exam. They, they put a hit out on the SAT exam. Right. They went after merit admissions to schools, including my son's high school. It is uh, Azra Nomani. Make sure you go and get her book. It is called Woke Army, the Red-Green Alliance that is destroying America's freedom. Um, you and I would probably agree they wanted to do this before 2020, but George yes. Floyd gave them the opportunity to do this. And I also think locking down kids from going to school probably helped in this as well. They're misusing <laughs> the word equity. They're pretending it means equality. Explain right. the difference, if you don't mind, because equity is what people think they want. It's really not. No. 
equality is of equal opportunity for all people. Yes. Equity is about making sure that people end up with equal outcomes, no matter where they begin. And so what does that mean? That means that if you have an advanced learner and you have somebody who is struggling with reading and math, you got to bring the top down so that they can end up in the same mediocre place, perhaps, because as you know, this isn't about bringing the bottom up, right. you know, they are not doing this to actually help the most vulnerable kids in our communities. They're not doing it to help the black and Hispanic kids that have that achievement gap that is for real. And what they went after at my son's high school was a crown jewel in our educational system. Right. Thomas Jefferson High School for Science and Technology sitting in Alexandria, Virginia, rated number one high school in America, said they had to take it out. And guess what? They have been going after school, after school, after school since then in Philadelphia, New York City, San Francisco, Culver City, California, where they got rid of English honors. That's how desperate they are to get rid of advanced learning. Well, and I want to expand upon that if we can. The book is called Woke Army, the Red Green Alliance. That's destroying America's freedom. Her name is Azra Nomani. Go get this book on Amazon right now. Why are they doing it? And I think there are two possibilities. Number one, to make it look like kids are getting better education than they are by, right. by uh, pretending that the top and bottom don't really exist. They, they're all just getting the same uh, uh, equal opportunity in education, which they're not. Um, yeah. The second part is they really want us to be a socialist country. And equity is just a synonym for socialism, right? Yeah, exactly. It's about creating this, uh, you know, this this uniformity in society. And we've seen this in history. We've seen it in China. The best education that I got was from the parents at my son's high school who survived the Cultural Revolution. And they told me about how they went after the intellectuals. You know, they put a hit out on the intellectuals. They killed them. And in that same way, now in America, they are killing the spirits of our most advanced learners. I can't even begin to tell you how demoralized kids feel today yeah. because they don't, you know, this was a country, I'm an immigrant to this country. I came at the age of four, knew not a word of English. And, you know, to this day, I remember the second place award that I got in editorial <laughs> writing when I was 15. You know, I thought, wow, I've made it. I've made it. Yeah, and, no, no, and I want to stop there because right before we started, we started talking about anecdotes between each other. Um, mm -hmm. When I was in second grade, which is 50 years ago, um, I remember getting second place as the second fastest uh, student to do multiplication. And I was very proud of that. I'm still proud of that today. When I got a gold star, I was proud of it. I got an A plus, I was proud. Why? Are, so is it your belief that they're disincentivizing people like you and me that strove that to really um, succeed? They're disincentivizing us from doing that so that we can't speak out intelligently against what they're doing? Not us, right? Because we are developed now, yeah. but they are going after our younger selves. And that is why our vigilance is so important because because you got that pat on the back, you yeah. got that gold star, it boosted your morale for that day, that year, maybe through your lifetime. When you've had a dark moment, maybe you've said, but you know what? I got that gold star, so <laughs> I know I can make it. It's true. It just takes that little bit of belief, right? And and they're denying it. Can you believe this story? Over the last weeks of 2022, I learned that at my son's high school, they had withheld the National Merit Commended Student Award from students so that they didn't get them until after college admissions early application deadlines had passed. And by the way, they, they lied and pretended they it was an accident. It was a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, so immediately they said it was, oh, just a staffing problem. And then they launched an investigation because school after school started reporting that they had done the same thing. And guess what? Disproportionately impacting Asian students because now Asian students are the inconvenient minority in the equity warriors 
grievance against America. So just this week, I went to the school board meeting and trust me, you know, I have interviewed the Taliban. I've gone down to Guantanamo Bay. I get sick to my stomach going to the school meetings wow. because you're going to get gaslit. You know, they're going to do this tap dance. And and then, you know, you cannot even believe what they did. They hired an outside lawyer, investigated this case of these withheld scholarships, said, oh, lo and behold, we discovered not a single student was impacted, first of all. And then guess who got hurt the most? The staff. The staff. I know you couldn't make this up. And their excuses were the kind of excuses that would get anybody fired from a job. Well, of course. But that's what we have today for leadership in our school systems. Woke Army, the green, uh, the Red Green Alliance that's destroying America's freedom. It's written by um, uh, by Azra Nomani, who we have on right now. Great journalist and on, uh, author now. Go and get the book on Amazon. Um, it seems to me that racism against Asians is legal now. Uh, they did it at Harvard as well. The Ivy League will not. Well, we've got way too many Asians making it because we went by meritocracy our entire existence. Why wouldn't we? And if, by the way, if black or Hispanic or even Italian people like me, uh, if we weren't making it in Harvard well enough, let's find out why. Let's not hurt the Asians that are doing well. Why would we ever say you're great at this so we can't let you do it? Yeah, you know, I was a single mother raising my son. His father was not in the picture. And I was committed to making sure that my son wouldn't be a statistic, you know. I co-parented with my parents who were just beautiful and loving. My dad moved in with us during my son's middle school years. Yeah, because, you know, I would work through the night as a single mom working head of household. And then it'd be 5.30 a.m. wake up calls. You know what I mean? You know how these school (laughs) systems just get these kids before the sun has even come up. But we, we raised him together. My son went off to that high school. And this is a lesson that I think I would love to share with others, you know, about grit and resilience. But instead, you can't even imagine that what they have done to our Asian families is they now dismiss us as white adjacent and resource hoarders. We're called segregationists. We, the, That's the crazy. Smears, yeah, the smears are, are just a way to try to shame us. But there's one thing Asian know and that's how shame works and that's why we can outsmart it and we just and and also on top of everything else you know this the mama bears and the papa bears we're not going to let anybody get between our cubs and their futures right we are going to fight for them and and that's why i wanted to write this book because when my eyes open to the fact that this woke army has now put our kids in their crosshairs. I wanted to lay out for everybody every lesson that I've learned so that they are armed, you know, with the strategy of the opponents in their minds so that they don't lose time, lose sleep, feel shame, or in any other way, pull their punches in this fight. And I appreciate that you wrote the book, and I appreciate that perspective. It's Azra Nomani. Go and get her book, Woke Army. It's available on Amazon. I want to go here because this society, this the big media, um, lies to us every day. We keep hearing about stopping Asian hate, people attacking Asians, um, and, and allegedly Donald Trump made it happen because of the China flu, that he would call it. Um, but the reality is the predominance of these attacks on Asians is happening by black Americans. And we're not allowed to say that because black Americans are somehow marginalized um, and Asians can be used as a tool by the media when it's when it's necessary for them. And then, as you said, Asians are attacked as being too smart or getting white adjacent any other time. I'm not Asian. I've got an Asian daughter. I've got a daughter from China, but Mm -hmm. um, I'm not Asian. So I don't feel this directly. 
How can that possibly feel that you're used as a ploy by the media in one hand to stop white supremacy and Donald Trump, and on the other hand, you're also used as unfair that Asians get a leg up because of their heritage and they're white adjacent? I mean, you guys are being used every which way but loose, and it's, it's not beneficial to you either way. Yeah, if you don't mind me asking, how old is your daughter? She's 14 now. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah, well, I went and got her in China when she was two. I love that. And thank you, thank you, you know, for just giving her that beautiful life we that love I'm her sure so she's much. enjoying. And, you know, we're fighting for her because I do not, she is my younger self. You know, she is my younger self. And I, um, I remember the day that I rem- I'll never forget the girls that came to me one day and said, oh, Astra, you're always getting straight A's. And so I said, I'm going to prove them wrong. And I got a B. In <laughs> you know? Come on. Like, what, what was I thinking? But, you know, you cannot mess with kids heads, yes. you know, when it comes to life and goals and hopes and dreams. But that's what these activists are doing. And and I will keep her in mind all the time as my North Star because I want her to know fairness. Like, we know that life's not fair. You know, right. she's got a dad who's going to pick her up. I, I'll never forget the day I didn't get selected as editor of the uh, student newspaper, the Daily Athenaeum at West Virginia <laughs> University. Okay. Yeah, and I should have gotten it, right? Absolutely. I, yeah, but I, and I wept all night. I wept. And then in the morning, my mom embraced me and I went off and got an internship at Newsweek magazine because we pick ourselves up even in the face of defeat. But we shouldn't ever allow like a system of injustice to be in place, especially in this great United States of America. And what is so ironic, of course, is that the equity warriors are installing racism and systemic injustice, but we will not allow it to prevail. Like we want a big federal court case and we're going to keep fighting in the courts of law because we have this wonderful thing called the U.S. Constitution and equal protection under the law is something that your daughter gets to enjoy, my son and every child in this country. So well said, and, and, and it's so necessary to be, to be said because if we just let the big media and big tech get away with it, they'll lie to us constantly and, and they'll change the narrative when it shouldn't be. And, and I, the fact that you wrote this book, Asra, just is amazing. Hope everybody goes and gets it. Woke Army, the red-green alliance that is destroying America's freedom. And thank you for the, the kind words about our daughter, Gia. Um, oh. as, as we go forward, the way to, to defeat this in my, maybe I'm not as smart as I should be, but in my head, the way we defeat this is always use sports as the example. Nobody wants equity in sports. Nobody. The NBA, rightfully so, because they're the best players that they've chosen, 75 to 80% black. The NFL, 70% black. I'm glad because the best players were chosen. Those teams want to win. They want to fill seats. They want to sell merchandise. And those players want to win. This is the prime example in Americana anyway on how you use meritocracy to move your way up in the world. When they decide to be equitable in the NBA and NFL, then we can talk because 64% should then be white, right, in those leagues. Um, Of course, they're not going to do that because as I wish, as I hope, they're going to select the best people. Why can't we do that in every walk of life? And how is that a bad example? Yeah, because what has happened is that there has been a failure by our school system, for example, in this case of, you know, reading and math levels in actually serving our young black and Hispanic students, kids of other minority groups. Exactly. And 
I know that you're always agreeing with Bill Maher on every issue, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. But guess what? That's what's so wonderful right. is that, you know, I'm actually intellectually identify as a classic liberal. Sure. And, um, and I think that's where classic liberals and conservatives align because last Friday night, Bill Maher made this argument about the sports as a place of meritocracy and our schools and our workplaces now failing to be fair and equal. And guess what? Tonight, you got to watch him. Um, I'll put it on my on my Twitter feed in case you don't have uh, this on your Friday night okay. schedule. But Winsome Sears, lieutenant governor of Virginia, is going to awesome. be interviewed. Yeah, she's so wonderful because she's an immigrant from Jamaica, like so many of our families as immigrants like your ancestry, you know, so many um, generations ago, perhaps, but they faced these hurdles of life and hoped only for equal opportunity to then allow you to uh, emerge, you know, as the radio host that you are. And And Winsome will speak with Bill Maher then tonight. And I'm sure one of the themes will be this war on merit, because here we have a conservative and a classic liberal who are united, you know, in believing like the just like you do. Sports is a perfect model that like, let us all be the best that we can be. Let the best become our physicians and scientists. Yes. You know, they're talking the, and pilots. You, I mean, they're using diversity, yeah. equity and inclusion for pilots now. And we yeah. were having near misses uh, like once a week at these major airports. It doesn't yeah. make any. I, I love that you said that because you being a classic liberal means that you're somebody who probably aligned with JFK. JFK would be a Republican today. That That's how uh-huh. weird it's gotten. Yeah. And just think about it like here in Virginia, what I have gotten a history lesson on. They always want to talk about history is at the people who are actually opposed to to integration were the Southern Democrats. Exactly this right. senator named Harry Byrd, they called it the Byrd machine in Virginia. It was like the mafia running the state, and they were the ones who were fighting Brown versus Board of Education. And that is, unfortunately, the machine that we, the parents, are up against here in Virginia, where it is that Byrd machine 2.0 that wants to dumb down math, get rid of merit admissions to the best high school in the country. And guess what the applause lines were for Governor Yunkin now? Accelerated math. Of you know? course. So they're going to lose on this point because nobody wants the, you know, when is it that we ever tell a kid, oh, you know what? Just be the worst of what you can be. <laughs> you're, you're, you're trying too hard. Stop right. trying so hard. I've never in my life I've never heard of that before. To be honest with you, um, I, I've got to run. Azra, uh, please come back on the show. I love talking to you. It's Azra Nomani, N O M A N I. Go and get her book, Woke Army. It's on Amazon right now. Would you come back? Absolutely. Thank you for your incredible energy and positivity and. And you're remembering your younger self because that's what we all have within us and that's what we've got to create out in the world. Just the best of what we can for these young ones. It's really it's really what we have. We have what would happen when, when we were brought up. And hopefully yeah. we can start bringing up this generation better than the than society's trying to do. Azra, right. thank you. We'll talk again we soon. Warriors. All right, bye-bye. All right, we're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show.
right, thanks a lot for stopping by. I appreciate it. We had a solid week this week. Hopefully you got a lot out of it like we did. If you want to check out any of those interviews that I did or the monologues or the PAX parodies, just stop by JoePags.com. Click on Watch. You have to do a drop-down menu. Click on Watch, and that will show you all of the stuff that we did this week. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you very soon. Have a great night. This is the Joe Pegg Show.